Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed regardless of your skill level, and there's absolutely no coding required. The site is intuitive and the tools are easy to use. And if you sign up for a year, you get a completely free domain. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. This podcast will contain graphic, graphic descriptions of someone attempting to have sex with a ghost and a ghost rejecting them. So there's not really actually sex talk in it. There's just brutal, brutal friend zoning of a real life beautiful woman, two real life beautiful women by ghosts who just simply are not into them. Hello, welcome to another episode of Internet Explorer, a podcast from BuzzFeed. My name is Katie Natopoulos. Ryan is not here today. He's in Japan uh, doing Ryan things. And instead, I have with me Katie Haney and Ariana Rebellini, two wonderful BuzzFeed editors. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. Um, Thank you both for coming on. Thank you for having us. We're psyched. I'm really excited about this episode because we are going to delve a little bit into the occult into some some real spooky shit. I'm a little bit scared already. A spooky thing that happened on the internet recently that happened just before Christmas that we we haven't had a chance to talk to on this podcast yet was uh, what's known as Bongazi. Mm -hmm. You ladies, of course, know about this. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, So what Bongazi was was someone posted a screenshot of a Facebook status where some woman had talked about stealing bones from a cemetery in New Orleans. And, you know, Tumblr's very concerned with, like, sort of social justice stuff and cultural appropriation. And, like, so there was a lot of, like, you know, content warnings about bone talk, like, (laughs) debating whether or not this was cultural appropriation, whether or not uh, it was appropriating witchcraft um, and all this stuff. And eventually the woman sort of came out and, and spoke, and it turns out that everyone thought it was from this one cemetery in New Orleans called the Holt Cemetery. And they thought that she was, like, straight up, like, digging up bones and stealing them. She claims that it wasn't that cemetery. It was this under-maintenance cemetery where, like, you know, New Orleans, like, if they're below-ground graves, sometimes, the, like, the water will bubble up or whatever, and these bones had washed onto the sidewalk and, like, you know, the sort of sanitation department will just throw them away or crush them or whatever. So she was she was saving the bones. Oh, so it's like and finders keepers. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like finders keepers, but also like, you know, oh, well, these were just going to go in the garbage. So now I'm going to use them for the noble art of black magic. Right. So at least I'm giving them like a second life that's kind of honorable. Um, but like it was just this one night of like the entire Tumblr sort of freaking out about <laughs> bone stealing, which is ridiculous. So you ladies are a little bit familiar with the dark arts of the occult. Yeah, slightly. Indeed. We're learning. Um, have you, you used any human bones ever in anything? <laughs> no, we uh, we mostly stick to candles. Although I will say this, that was my, Bongazi was my second time hearing about someone stealing bones for rituals. What was the first time? There's a book called Witches of America by Alex Marr where she kind of gets involved in the American witchcraft movement and uh, she meets this guy who breaks into graves in New Orleans and cuts off the 
skulls of Why is it corpses. New Orleans? That's like the hot Because they're above ground, so okay. you can break in more easily. And she didn't, you know, she keeps this guy's name private, but he claims to have stolen, I think, 12 corpses and uses them in rituals. I would be really mad if someone stole my bones and used them in black magic. I, I'm sort yeah, I can't decide. Part of <laughs> me feels like that would be really I mean, cool, but that's yeah. easy to say in the position I am in now, which is alive and well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess it's like I'm not using the bones anymore. Right, I'm dead. right. And it depends Fair on enough. what the magic they're doing is. Like if it's right. something like this guy, I think, just wants to be like a powerful dark lord. Mm. But if it was someone who wanted to get really like awesome revenge on someone and, the, and my bones could help them do that mm-hmm. and it was like justice being served, then maybe I would be maybe okay. You could, but you can't, you know, you can't specify that. You, maybe you can. Maybe like talk to your lawyer in yeah, your will. Yeah, like put a statement on the tombstone. <laughs> Revi- like steal only for cool purposes. magic. Yeah. So Katie and Ariana, you're here because you guys know a little something about witchcraft and dark magic. How would you just, des- I mean, how, what, what are, what's the terminology for how you would describe this? What you're into? Neither of us, I think, would call ourselves witches in any serious way We're whatsoever. We're amateur witches. Yeah. Which means we've been to a witchcraft store a handful of times. We've read some books. We've read some books. We've done some candle magic and we occasionally read tarot cards. Um, yeah. But definitely bo- no bone theft nor aspirations towards bone theft. Right. I would say generally we're just sort of interested in supernatural and paranormal topics, but we kind of have a differing level of belief or willingness to believe in a lot of it. And I, I yeah. mostly just think that it's really interesting. I think I'm doing all of these things, like paranormal experiments, to be like, oh, this one worked. Yeah. Like, you're like Fox Mulder. You I am. The I want to, to my Scully. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely want to believe. Interesting. Would you, do you believe that like, if you were to do these things power, you would do them for good and not for evil? Yes. Okay. That isn't to say that it's because I'm like so good. I would just be afraid to uh, open up a portal into negative entities. Yeah, that neither would then of us turn on me. Mm-hmm. We always we would get requests when we were doing like spells for people for a while. We would get a lot of requests for sort of like morally neutral to questionable spells that we would refuse, not because we necessarily think it's wrong per se, but b- because we fear for our own <laughs> right. welfare. I mean, I've, seen, I've seen enough scary movies to know it can go yeah. very yeah. wrong. You know you know what happens to the Feruza Balk at the end of the craft. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like you want to be the Robin Tunney, not the Feruza Balk. Correct. Right. Okay. So this weekend, you both did an experiment. Mm-hmm. A um, sexy experiment. You both attempted to have sex with ghosts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I guess, you know, I don't, I, I'm perhaps spoiler alert, neither of you were successful. No, no. Um, but you gave it your all. Can you describe a little bit of like, Katie, w- how you decided to embark on this journey? So I had written a thing about spectrophilia for a freelance assignment. What is spectrophilia exactly? That's the, I guess, clinical seems like the wrong word, but sort of the clinical term for people who either have a fetish about having sex with ghosts as well as people who claim to have sex with ghosts. Philia being like the term for 
your fetish. Um, uh, makes sense. So there's, yeah, kind of, I would say, a very small but lively community that's interested in pursuing this. And we decided um, that we had heard about it enough and that we should just go ahead and try it. Yeah, why And not? Ariana, I mean, you're more of the believer. So were you, you were like, I might actually have some sex with some ghosts right now? I mean, I'll be totally honest. I, this was a stretch even for me, um, <laughs> for my willingness. And so I went in being like, oh, this will be funny. But then as I got into it, I got a little nervous. I was like, well, but what if I do? <laughs> and then you have to question, you know, like, how much do you want to have sex with a ghost? Yeah. Hey guys, this is Ariana, and I am getting ready to summon my ghostly lover. It is 3.14 p.m. on a Saturday, which isn't the sexiest time, but I figure who knows what time zone my ghostly lover is residing in. Okay, so this is Katie. I'm here in my bedroom. So we're going to walk through uh, Patty Negri's steps for having sex with a ghost. I've done the best I can to follow Patty's guidelines for how I should prepare for this. I'm in a good mood. I've had a glass of wine to help me relax, but I'm not drunk. Uh, I'm in my bedroom. Patty recommended it being clean. It's clean-ish. I'm not doing sexy music because I don't know what that means really. Um, So I'm going to light a candle here so the mood is set the candle is lit the cat is hopefully not in here now what i'm supposed to do is define my space and set its boundaries i want to be clear that this ghostly interaction happens only in my bedroom not in any other rooms in my house that would be rude to my roommate okay uh next step is protecting your space by calling upon whatever entity you believe in. Let's call God and any angels. <laughs> so spirits, please only allow a super chill, nice, benevolent spirit. Looking to have a good time, but also respecting my boundaries and respecting me. Just really prefer this not be the opening of my, you know, horror film got candle going dim lighting i'm uh lying down on my bed now so we're going to start with some slow deep breathing she offers syllables that will open up the mouth and she calls them expansive sounds that should become e- kind of sexy sounding alluring so that is Okay, okay, I'm gonna do it. This, okay, so this is not just specific to ghost sex encounters. I have a really hard time taking myself seriously in like the seduction arena. So I don't want you to think this is like, oh, she can't commit to this because she's trying to seduce a ghost lover. I can't commit to seducing anyone. I'm supposed to start visualizing my ghostly lover at this point. Let's go with like let's go with a Jon Snow kind of look. I'm imagining what she's like. You know, like some curly dark hair. Good, loving, big crow coat, as well as hot. 
I don't know, when I think of ghosts, I just think of people in Victorian garb. Which is just not what I usually go for in a person, so. E. U. A. Number eight says, hopefully you will start feeling sensations. I. O. Which is vague, but sounds sexual. I'm going to kind of leave you, listener. I'm going to push you to the side, and I'm going to communicate to my ghostly lover, Jon Snow. I hope it's cool that I'm calling you Jon Snow. Uh, thank you for coming by, if you're here. I don't necessarily feel you. Although my hand is slightly, like, tingling. I, this is cool. We're not doing anything wrong. This is sanctioned by my boyfriend. Don't feel hesitant about that. Please feel free to make yourself known, like, in any way. I don't think anybody is coming. And I don't know that I can blame them. If you don't want to touch me or... I don't know, like, influence me. You could just make a sound or wrestle up against one of those curtains. But just in case, one of the directions is to make sure you ask everyone to leave. And in case there's anyone here who's like thinking about making a move, but hasn't yet I'm gonna say you know the moment has passed um good effort everyone um thank you and goodbye so yes goodbye thank you and now I am to ground myself to get uh myself back into the carbon-based world by uh, eating something salty, laughing, or grabbing on to anything iron. Oh, I just heard a weird sound. Okay. Oh my god. It's probably my, uh, uh, upstairs neighbors. Hard not to feel a little rejected, but, you know, that's life. And death, I guess. Support for Internet Explorer comes from Squarespace. With Squarespace, sites look professionally designed, not like the garbage websites that Katie and Ryan usually send me to. We don't have to live like this, people. We don't need these garbage websites. And also, you don't have to know how to code. Start your free trial site today at squarespace.com. When you sign up, make sure to use the offer code Internet Explorer to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, you should. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk to Patty Negri, who is an official expert in the field of spectrophilia, and she came up with the, uh, the sort of instructions that you ladies used, um, the list of advice. So we can ask her, we can get to the bottom of this now. Hello, hello. Hi, Hi Patty. Hi, Patty. Oh, there you are. I was like, oh, no. 
can't hear you. <laughs> Hi, Patty. Uh, I'm Katie Natopoulos, um, and I'm here with Katie Haney and Ariana Rebellini. Hi. Hello. Huh? Hello, ladies. So, Patty, can you tell us a little bit about your background? I am a psychic medium, and I'm also a witch magical practitioner, which means I work with energy and spells. And, um, and also, I've known that I was different since I was a little kid. I literally did my first seance when I was seven years old and um, called in all sorts of orbs and spirits. And it's like, woo, okay, this is real. <laughs> and then it's, ever since, it's just like figuring it all out. So you, you are sort of an expert in spectrophilia, right? Uh, I am an expert in spectrophilia. Um, I think that there's not that many of us, so it's not that hard to rise to the top. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's actually a needed thing because spectrophilia or ghost sex has been around forever and ever and ever. It's written about in every culture, every religion, every belief system. And in our culture, especially our Western culture, where, you know, sex itself is practically still taboo, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, now sex with ghosts, people kind of freak out. <laughs> yes, the bad experiences, the incubus and the succubus and taking over, but there's really good experiences by people, too, and they have to know that that's okay and that it's real and they're not insane. And right. Have you um, ever experienced it yourself, Patty? Amazingly, I have not experienced it myself, and I've always had such a close connection with ghosts. It wasn't like, oh, let's prove this is real. Oh, let's prove, you know, it wasn't ever necessary, not any particular reason. It's just like, well, I've I've got a warm body here. Why? Mm -hmm. So do people, would you say it's more typical that people do ask to have sex with someone they know, like a, a spouse that's passed on, or is it... Is it random sometimes, too? There's two things. Yes to the one, especially for the lover or the spouse that has passed on and they're lonely, and whether they ask for it or they just come in, the lover knows that, that, that they're needed and they just come in. The other thing where it seems to be really good and helpful is somebody maybe maybe they haven't dated in a long time or had relations in a long time, and they're not feeling good about themselves as a sexual being. That's when it's... I've had people work to going, I'm so afraid of sex, I'm so afraid. If you bring in this kind of spirit level thing, it works with them and uncovers their own sensuality, their own sexuality in a way that they don't quite yet even have to deal with people. Do these people, um, your clients, I guess, develop relationships? Is this something where they're returning, the same ghost is returning? Do you see that happening? Yes, it's often the same relationship. Um, one thing I actually, in working with this, I do advise people to not get too wrapped up because that in itself can become a problem because all of a sudden if you're spending all your time with a ghost, you are now neglecting your real friends, your real family, your work, and things like that because it's, it's a healthy short-term relationship. It's really not a healthy long-term relationship if it starts replacing the real world. So Katie and Ariana did an experiment over the weekend where they followed some of your instructions and attempted to have this kind of experience themselves. Thank you so much for sending yeah, thank you. the instructions. Oh, you're welcome. So, I mean, we tried it, and I, I think in in good faith as well, but did not succeed. And we're kind of wondering if, you know, I know you said in your instructions to have fun with it and kind of be goofy, but I feel like maybe I still couldn't commit to it. I don't know. Why, why do you think, like, it fails sometimes? Yeah, it takes a lot of concentration and a lot of faith and a lot of belief. And often it's hard for something to, like you're not going to be an Olympic skater your first try. So it could be that if there's a little bit of fear attached or a little bit of doubt attached, that will make it that much harder and slower. I think part of the issue for me too is that I wasn't really sure what to expect 
do you think people have experienced feeling like they're being touched? Like, how does it? Yeah. Do they do they describe it as like comparable to good sex or bad sex that they have with living people? Or is it kind of an other experience altogether? No, it's very, very comparable to like sex with people, good sex and bad sex. Um, and then again, if it's something that's invited in and you want it in that you feel a gentle touch, you feel something that like a brush along your leg or your face or your arm or your anything, and then it starts just as in a sexual experience as human, your arousal starts coming in and you're getting all the sensations. People really do feel penetration. I did experience a hand tingling. That was the extent of it. And then I think maybe I, it freaked me out. And then it, that's why it didn't go any farther. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. And that's how it will happen, that hand tingling and coming in. Uh, changes of temperature, like with any spirit encounter, hot or cold when there's no reason for a change, a breeze coming in, uh, seeing something, usually not in your straight vision, it's in your peripheral vision, and you know, if it's so dark you're not going to see anything, but you see something, a shadow or a light go by, that's just how you spot spirits in general. But to the physical time, you even notice things often like this, the blanket just slightly moving or a slight indention into the bed. So we shouldn't be expecting to see kind of like a cartoonish, uh, slightly translucent um, full figure or anything like that waltzing into the room. Sometimes, not often. What's the weirdest uh, ghost sex encounter you've ever heard someone say they had? Yeah, I don't don't know that I've had any real... Sadly, I haven't had any real kinky one. No Fifty Shades of Ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've had some sweet ones. Like, I I, I remember a young... This was a male, actually. He was pretty young and kind of a slow developer, and a male lover came to him, and it was it almost like brought him out of the closet in the, in a beautiful sense, in a beautiful way that he was able to claim his yes, this is who I am. Oh, cool! Yeah, wow, yeah, that's... outed by a ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool a coming out story for the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my first time was yeah. with cats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your guide and your expertise, and um, I think we feel like we know what to do to keep at it yeah did you do that little chant i gave you that yeah but not that yeah it did not sound as good as you just did it so maybe that was part of the problem uh no no it's actually it's vowel sounds open up things you don't have to get it melodic i always do though Anything like that, or just e o if you don't feel like you're going to be melodic, uh-huh. and feel that expansion there. Literally visualize that veil rising, 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 taking off the, the, the chains of, again, of, of this life, this carbon-based life. All right. Wow. It'll happen. It'll <laughs> thank happen. You. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, girls. Thank, thank you, you so, so much, Patty. Well, you, you ladies are very brave. Thank you. Um, I'm extremely afraid of ghosts, so I would not want to do any of this. <laughs> um, I'm afraid of two things, sex and ghosts. <laughs> so this is like your worst Both nightmare. incredibly unappealing to me. <laughs> yeah. So in general, like, how do you feel like it went? Like, you failed. I'm yes. sorry, I'm going to be frank. You're total failures. We, we are total failures, and I'm going to take my responsibility for that. I think a lot of it, mm. you know, my own hesitation, my nerves... 
I didn't really create a welcoming environment. But there was like a couple signs that perhaps this ghost lover was coming for you. Like there was a time where you're like, if there's a sign and then like there's this faint honk yeah. outside. Yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was interesting that my ghostly lover would choose a car honk. Yeah, outside. Yeah. He's, outside he's outside like a, the realm that you've specified. Yes. He's yeah. like the guy in the No Scrub song. <laughs> your, your ghost lover is a scrub. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's getting my attention. Um, yeah, I mean, there was that. There was, like, the hand tingling. I mean, I feel like I'm getting the look from Katie right now, the judgment <laughs> yeah. that often happens when we discuss. I just permanent eye roll. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean... The signs were there, obviously, mm-hmm. that the ghostly lover was ready and to go. But yeah, I, was not I just so want to know why he was so vague. Why give the sign of a honk outside when he could be, you know? Well, you don't know how far away that honk is to putting a ghost. his hand on your pants. Yeah, I mean, true, true. What's he waiting for? He could sense my hesitation. Were you naked? No, neither was I. What were both of you wearing? I was wearing an X Files T-shirt. Oh, nice. Perfect. I had Nothing on the bottom? <laughs> no, with pants. With Pajama pants. pants or like jeans? Jeans. Okay. That's not very sexy, I'll be honest. Oh. No, mine was not sexy either. Mine was a full like sweatsuit, like sweatpants, <laughs> sweatshirt with Mickey Mouse on it. I was comfortable though. <laughs> I think that, right, I think we've actually found the problem. It's like you're in your like disgusting sweat. You're in like full jeans and like a 90s TV show t shirt. This is not what a ghost wants. A ghost wants like a frilly nightgown. That's true. Like if, if I was seducing someone and they came over and I was in like full <laughs> <Your> sweat. sweat. <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's like. Nah, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> this interested. is the free sweatshirt I got at the fun run. <laughs> yeah, what's I up, babe? Want to do it? <laughs> I didn't think about the fact when we were doing this that we were really just opening ourselves up to being rejected by a whole other dimension. That's true. Yeah. It's hard. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. So you know, it sounds like Patty has some hope for you, uh, sexless losers. Still, <laughs> um, you know, it, just because you're so unappealing to ghosts, maybe, maybe. If you're really lucky, <laughs> you can, you can s- snag a ghost to have some sex with. Got to keep trying. Um, she's she was very hopeful. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah, I could see her being very comforting. You know, as a psychic. Yeah, I mean, counselor. I feel like I feel like talking to her made me feel like it's less of I don't know. At least with the people, she, it sounds like she works with. It seems less fetishistic and a mm-hmm. little more this like source of comfort and support mm-hmm. in a way that I wasn't really expecting which I think that goes for so many things in the supernatural realm is that for a lot of people it's a source of uh hope in a way you yeah know? like it- like for the the young guy who came out afterwards like whatever you know whatever it takes for him to get to that point where he's comfortable like it do- I don't know if it really matters right people don't have to believe it it works for them that's kind of how I feel generally about all of these things is like, well, if, you know, if talking to a psychic helps you or boning get a ghost th- or boning a ghost helps you get through, you know, this garbage life, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Why not? That's, you know, well put. Thank you. And whether you're digging up bones and posting about it on Tumblr or you're having sex with ghosts or getting rejected from ghosts. Um, as long as, you know, something helps us in this garbage life. I, you know, yeah, that's a beautiful way of looking at it, Ariana. Thank you. Ariana Rebellini and Katie Haney, 
thank you so much for coming on this week's episode and sharing your incredibly intimate experience uh, with near ghost sex. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Um, both of you are much better looking than Ryan, and I really enjoy <laughs> looking at your faces. And, you know, maybe when we're all dead, we can, like, just all just bone at it in, yeah. in, in ghost world. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be great. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can always email us. If you have ever had a ghost sex encounter, please let us know. Internet Explorer at BuzzFeed.com. Um, you can also tweet at us at iExplorer. Tell us, even if you haven't had a ghost encounter, what like ghost from history you would most like to have sex with. I would be curious to know that. I will not acknowledge the existence of ghosts because I'm scared of them. But I, I would like to know your disgusting ghost fantasies. As always, thank you to uh, Julia Furlan, who, if she was a ghost, she would be the girl from The Ring. And Meg Kramer, if she was a ghost, she would just be like a really creepy Victorian child ghost. <laughs> like, that's the creepiest kind of ghost. Um, Eleanor Kagan, who, if she was a ghost, uh, she would be one of the ghosts from the Matthew McConaughey movie Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. And Jenna Weiss-Berman, who, if she was a ghost, she would be Casper. Um, and thanks, of course, to Tan Lines for our theme song. Thanks to all the ghosts in the spirit world for hopefully not haunting this podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure they haven't. <laughs> Although, interestingly, Brendan thought that um, part of it was, like, masturbatory. So, like, he came back and he's like, oh, like, so did you, like, go at it? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, the ghost is supposed to do the work. <laughs> we don't have to do anything. Yeah, like, That's we're part supposed of to the just point. lay there. <laughs>